One of the big questions that I hear from parents is how do we set limits with our children? I'm Gila Ross, host of the Power Up podcast, and in this next episode of Parenting in Just 20 Minutes, we look at how we set limits in a very positive way with our children. These are like so things that we're going to, to implement. So I want to share with you a win and a fail, okay? So um, I'll share with you a couple of, of stories that happened over the past week um, for me. And so I had, we have a little tap outside our house for anyone that has been there in the days where we used to have people over for Shabbat meals. You know that I have certain little people in my house that the minute the front door opens, they zoom out and they turn that tap on as fast as they can. And I said to, to one of them, I, I, they switched the tap on, they were playing with, with the water and I said, switch the tap off. And they just weren't listening. And I said, then, so then I thought, you know what, let me listen to them and see what's going on. And I said, what are you doing? And they said, we're fixing the mains. And what I realized was that a few days earlier, we've been taking a walk and the, there was a, um, like a burst pipe along, the, along where we had walked. And they saw these, these guys that were fixing it, right? And the water was gushing through. You could, you could see like the water was gushing through the pavement. And obviously when you're a five-year-old, kid that's like one of the most exciting things I mean especially in lockdown right it's one of the most exciting things you could see and what I realized when I stopped when I stopped when, when I stopped to actually listen to them was that they weren't just messing around and not listening they were actually reenacting that situation so I said to them but you know the first step that you actually have to do is you have to switch off the water from the mains before you can fix it and they were like really like they weren't sure if I was having them on or not. I was like, yeah, yeah, they do. They have a special place where they fix it off. And I showed them where it was in our house. And it was amazing because I heard them. They were then able to hear me. And because we played part of that role play, they switched off the wall. So they kept playing. And it was that was just a small, a small win. The second thing that I'm going to share with you, I told you I'll share with you one win and one fail. Tonight, before I came on this class, one of my children gave me a real, real run for my money. I don't know if any of you ever have kids like that. And I want to tell you something. Like, I felt terrible because I'm like, here's my kids giving me a run for my money. I was supposed to be giving parenting classes for it, or, um, for goodness sakes. And afterwards, you know, um, I thought to myself, look, we're all human, right? And even, even though I'm supposed to be um, giving parenting classes, there are times as parents that I think, you know, our kids push our buttons and we, we may not react in the best way that we want, but there's always time to fix it. So if you feel like, you know, you're, you're putting things in place and things are great, that's fantastic. If you're coming on these classes and you're feeling like, oh, I've got so much more to do, that's also great. Because the, 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 more, the, as, uh, the more that we are keep on going and we keep trying, that's all, that's all, that's all we are supposed to do as parents. And I'll tell you one thing, our kids know that we're trying. They see that we're trying and they're not gonna say anything now, but it makes an impression on them. So before we continue, does anyone else wanna share anything from this week, anything that they tried, anything they didn't try? Yes. Um, so 
I tried saying to Zara, look at me when she just ignores me. Because quite often when I'm, tra- I'm talking to her, asking her to do something, she's just like staring at her toy or at the TV or whatever. She just ignores me. <laughs> so I tried, look at me, and it actually worked. She did actually then look at me and listen to me. And you mentioned that last week. So thanks for that. Thank you. Brilliant. Thank you. I'm, glad to, I'm glad to hear. You know what? It's, it's sometimes it's even the small things that we do that make, make a difference. Anyone else wants to share anything? All right, so what we're going to do is, um, for the past few weeks, we have been talking about, I've been mentioning, you know, the times when our kids don't listen, right? And I said, we are going to get to it. So this is the week that we are going to start getting to setting limits, okay? Because, you know, we've spent the past time together talking a little bit about parenting goals and also setting the foundation of, of, you know, what, we, what we've been trying to do is give our kids our energy when they are doing the right things or even when they're not messing up, right? By, by the act of recognition, by checking in on them and giving them uh, and appreciating them for just who they are and, and just showing that, you know, we love them. By experiential recognition, by creatively pointing out their successes, and also by the proactive recognition, by, by giving them gratitude for when they are not breaking the rules. But, and here's the but, for most kids, this is not gonna be enough, right? It's not enough just to give the positives. We have to also give, we also have to set limits. And this is what we're gonna talk about at, at this point, we're gonna talk about how to do that. So let me give you an analogy, right? I don't know if any of you are familiar, but there, let's say someone has a back problem and they try different things and they realize that their back is hurting. So there's something called a two-sided back brace. And basically what it is made is made of two sides. And when they put them together and they put the pressure in the right place, it relieves the tension and the pain in the back. Now imagine if the person is using it and they're getting relief, pain relief, and then one morning they wake up and half of the, they can't find half of the, they can only find half of the, of the back brace, right? And they only put half of the back brace on. It's not going to do it, right? So that's what these, 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 these two halves are. On the one hand, we have the, the half, the stand that we said that we are going to give energy for positives right that's half of of the brace but the other half of the brace is that we are we, we also said that the stand three that we said was that we are going to be clear about setting limits okay so how 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 are we going to set limits what happens when when the kid when our kids break the rules now some of you may already be be seeing changes in your children you may already be implementing these things and seeing that your children are listening better or or cooperating more or happier or calmer whatever it is and that's great but some of you not yet right and and that that that's that's fine because this is what where the next part is so we are we are going to tell them what's going to happen okay but before we tell them what's going to happen let me explain to you what we would what we would like what we are going to do so a lot of you i'm going to ask you anyone here familiar with time out yeah never heard of it before <laughs> right yes no yes yes well i think it's safe to say we're all familiar with timeouts right now some people may love them and some people may think not effective 
Okay. Now, if you think about it, every punishment that we sort of give our kids, every consequence that we give our kids, at the end of the day, boils down to, to a time out, right? Because if let's say you tell your child, you know what, because you said X, Y, Z, you are having half an hour less of screen time, you're taking your child, you're giving them a time out from what they really want to do. So we are going to learn how to use it effectively, right? Now, the, um, a lot of times time outs don't work. And, and why that is, is because the power of a timeout is only powerful if our time in is effective, right? Now, what do I mean by that? The time in, I don't mean that we have to be with our, I mean, we are with our kids constantly, right? But that's not at the moment, but that's not what I mean. And it doesn't mean that we have to be playing with them and talking to them and being with them the whole time. It's fine for them to play independently and we have stuff to do, like we, we get that, right? Like that's not what a powerful time in means. A powerful time in means in those moments where we're checking in and we're giving them energy, right? When we're saying, you know, I see that you're, you, you're coloring in that picture. I see that you're doing your maths. I see that you're, I don't know, you gave the baby a toy, whatever it is, right? Like those, those moments where we tell our children, I see that you're doing that, or I see that you, I noticed that you didn't, you know, push your sister over once yet this morning, whatever it is that, that, that um, whatever rules that you have. Um, <laughs> you know what, for some kids that is a success, right? Again, whatever rules it is that you're, you, you're, you're seeing that they're not breaking, right? So, so th those are the powerful time ins that I'm talking about. And again, what we're doing is we're, we're taking that energy that we would feel if our kid was messing up, if our kid was not being great, and we're transferring it to the times when our kids is being great. So imagine that frustration you would feel if your kids were fighting over the same toy and now they're like playing happily or they're ignoring each other and you give them that, that, that I see that, you know, you're, you're, you're breathing in the same air in the same room as each other. That's fantastic. It shows me how kind you can be. It shows me, et cetera, et cetera, right? Um, again, you feel free to switch the language as, as, as you want. But so when that's what we're going to keep on doing is remembering to power up our time ins, right? Make them powerful. Give our kids the nutrients, the, the energy, the nutrition that they need in, in, those, in those positive ways. And then we're going to introduce something that's called a reset. Okay. Now, now what, 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 what is a reset, right? So basically what a reset is, is what similar to what it sounds like is when we say, you know, when a child crosses a line, right? And again, it's us as parents and in each home as for your child, you decide what the rules are. But whenever they cross a line, that's a reset, right? And you can use those words. But before you start doing, we're going to have a conversation. We're going to get to that, what that conversation is going to be. But let me explain the concept to you first. That's a reset. A reset. Now, what happens during a reset is that you, the parent, take your attention away from your child. So it could be something as simple as saying, you know, that's a reset and you turn around and, 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 you know, you're, you're not, you're, your attention is diverted for, from them and you as the parent decide how long it's going to have to be. And it doesn't have to be long to be effective. It doesn't have to be strong. It doesn't have to be long to be effective. Let me give you an analogy. Let's just say you, let, let, let's just say I, um, I, you know, I'm not particularly careful about the speed limit on my road. And one day I get a letter in the post and they say, you know what, we are going to start monitoring this road. And any person that, that, that um, 
drives over the speed limit is going to get a ticket. And I think to myself, ha, they always say that. And I keep on driving down the road, 35 miles an hour, whatever it is. And what happens is the first day I'm, I get in my car, I drive down the road and I'm driving 35 miles and, and I get stopped by a police officer. And the police officer says, I'm really sorry, you're over the speeding limit. And he hands me a fine. I look at the fine and it's a two pound fine. And I think to myself, two pounds, who cares about that? And I throw it down and I drive off again, ignore the speed limit and I get pulled over again. And again, the, the, the police officer, he's not emotionally involved. He hands me out his ticket. And again, I look at it and it's a two pounds and it doesn't make an impact on me. And, some, and what, what, what suddenly starts to filter into my brain is that this is really, really annoying. I can't get anywhere because I keep going over the speed limit and I keep getting these annoying little, little fines. They're little, they're two pounds fines, but they're annoying. They're stopping me from going where I'm getting and, and, and they're starting to add up at the end of the day. I could have got myself, you know, nice coffee or nice new outfit or whatever else because they're, they're starting to accumulate on, on, my, on, my, on my driveway, on my, um, on my driver's uh, passenger seat. So I decided to go into plan B. Now for some kids and for some people, plan B means, okay, I'm gonna obey the, the, the um, speed limit, but I am not such a person. So I'm gonna go into plan B and I'm gonna say, you know what? The next time I get pulled over, I'm gonna try my luck. So I start pleading and I say, please, come on. I was only, you know, and the police officer doesn't care. He says, really sorry, over the speed limit, hands me a fine. Next time I start getting angry. I'm like, come on, whatever, losing my temper with the police officer. He doesn't care. All he says, maybe all he says to me is I see this is really frustrating for you. And he keeps giving me those fines. And eventually it goes, it, it dawns into my brain. This is happening, right? This is happening. And there's not much I can do about it at this point, right? Like every time I go over the speed limit, I get stopped. And I start and, and I get this little annoying fine, which the fine on itself doesn't doesn't isn't isn't that annoying, but it's adding up and it's also disturbing, right? Like it's stopping me from getting to what I'm getting. And eventually, it, you know, I realize, okay, I gotta stop um, 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 going by the speed limit. And I start driving, um, you know, at 20, 29 or 28 um, miles an hour down the road. And I realize this is amazing. I'm getting to where I want to get to. I'm not I'm not getting fines, right? And it's all good. And what's the analogy is, the analogy here is as well, is that our kids most of the time are not out to get us, right? And they're not, they're, they're not whatever, they, they're not, you know, they're not trying to get us, but some, whatever it is, either they, either they, it's too hard for them to, to follow the, to, to control the impulses or they have, to, you know, they're too intense or whatever it is. But we as the parents are going to help them learn that self-control. Now, what happens is we don't have to give big consequences. We don't have to give, uh, you know, big punishments when, when, when our kids mess up. But what we do when, if we are, if what we're going to see with, with, with what happened with the speeding fines is the more they were consistent with it, right? They said that they, because it was consistent, every single time you went over the speed limit, you got stopped, right? And the police officer didn't care. Right, he didn't care what you said. No excuses. No, oh, you know what? You're right. It was only two miles over the hour, so you're good. The more we are consistent, the quicker our kids are going to learn that. Right, that every time I step over the line, every time I break a rule, every time I do something that I'm not supposed to do, there is this reset. It's a small consequence. It's not a big deal. Right, it's not a huge thing. And we, as the parents, get to decide how big the reset is. It can be short. Right, it can be. You could tell your child. 
That's a reset. And as soon as I see that you're taking your reset quietly, right? Because when you see that we're going to, again, we're going to introduce how that, how to have that conversation with your child before you start introducing it to them. But when, when we tell, when we tell our child um, 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 that they may, some kids will say, will say, you know, will immediately like settle down and, and, and they'll have the reset and they, and they, get, they get right back into it. Some kids will, will fuss, right? And we tell them the, the sooner you take your reset quietly, the sooner you can, you know, your reset's over, right? And we get to tell them, and as soon as the reset over, it's right away back into, into success. So much so that you can tell them, I see that you took, I see that you took your reset so nicely. That shows me how much self-control you have, right? Right away, it's, 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 we stop the behavior. Um, there's a reset, there's a timeout, and then right back in, it's time and it's back, it's back into the game. Again, it's the same, it's the same same analogy as a video game as soon as a child messes up they get their consequence whatever it is they lose points or whatever it is and then it's the game the game continues the same thing with is what we're doing with this reset here now um do we have um 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 do do we have a minute should i should we tell should i tell you how to practically put it in or should we leave that for, for next week i don't know how we're doing for timing what are we doing for timing we're a little bit over we see someone's got the camera on is nodding um but it's uh, it's hard to tell um so let's wrap it up um okay so you know what i'm going to do is is um okay i'm going to give you one more week to keep implementing the the again the idea is 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 the is is to Sorry, keep on making it. yeah is to keep on because we we have a conversation I, I feel like it, it's it's better to 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 leave it so we can have the proper time to to so that we can introduce it to our kids properly so we have the concept in our head of what we are going to do how we're going to move forward for this coming week Let's just keep on focusing on making those time in powerfuls, right? And again, it doesn't mean we have to spend all that time with our kids. If you want to spend all that time with the kids, great. But I'm saying if you're fi finding that, you know, that is pressurizing, because life is pressurizing, especially if you have more than one kid that needs your attention, it, it is pressurizing. It's not about the, the, it's not about spending endless amount of time with them. It's about giving them the short, energetic bursts of, of, of energy from us as, as frequently as we can throughout throughout the day and making it making it powerful okay so um apologies we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna spend more time on this next week we're gonna have we're gonna work on a real action plan on how to implement it for next week but i think this week is just gonna lay the groundwork on it again if when when they do mess up just keep doing what you're what you're doing and and just just mi mi minimize as as little fuss as possible <laughs>